And I'm Kamna. We are women who have struggled with body image issues and weight in one way or another. We want to normalize the struggles that we all face and find comfort in the fact that we are not alone. At the same time, we want to explore ideas that have worked for others to discover changes that might work for us. And at the end of every episode, we will create a call to action. And we encourage you to make your own call to action. Hi, Leah. Hi, Kamna. So, how was the week for you? It was so fun. I actually enjoyed this, my call to action this past week. Really? Yeah. I didn't do great at it, but I didn't do terrible. So let me tell you, though, and I have a picture. I still haven't posted it yet. I have a picture of me buying mints. Remember I said that I was going to buy mints Mm -hmm. for the school and keep them in there, and it didn't work. That didn't work. So the mints would help you from? I thought they would, like, keep my mouth feeling like I didn't want to pick on anything. And it, I mean, it kind of worked. It kind of didn't. I think I bought the wrong kind of mints. Oh. Yeah. So were you still tempted by the food in the cafeteria? Yes, yes. I was. But what I did do good was before I got there, and I mean, there were times when I was sitting in my car in the parking lot going, what am I going to pick first? So I was at least conscious that I was going to do it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is what I'm going to do. And that is it. Like today I went in going, I am having one of the grilled cheese sandwiches. Nice. And I think that that was really what it was about. Because before I was just already picking my lunch, already planning all my food for the day. And then having that on top of it. Mm-hmm. When this time I went in going, nope, I know what I'm having. And how do you think that affected your day? Well, I don't think I was mean and crappy to myself afterwards. Oh, wow. So I think that that was more more important to me. Like, I wasn't like, gosh, you would do this every time. I was like, yeah, you did what you said you were going to do. And did you stick to, like today, did you stick to the one grilled cheese? Well, I didn't specify a number. (laughs) (laughs) I said, I'm going to have the grilled cheese today. So I actually had two, okay. but I still didn't beat myself up over it because I think if I would have said one and then I would have had the two, I would have been mad about it. Do you think when you're, this is probably a little bit off topic, but when you're eating something like that, that you had planned for, do you think you enjoy what you're eating? I enjoyed it today. Okay, yeah. Okay, good. Because I had planned for it. Maybe that's part of it. Mm-hmm. I didn't just sneak it. Yeah. Not that it's ever sneaking. I'm doing it to myself, but I didn't, I went in knowing I was having it. Absolutely. And I also did go in saying to myself, I'm having a salad for dinner. Okay. I think you gave yourself permission to have it. Mm-hmm. So then it doesn't feel like something scandalous. Yeah. There was no scandal. Well, it was delicious and it was scandalous. But well, you should, If it's a delicious, yes. great. Right. right. You don't mm-hmm. want to waste your calories on something that's not good. Absolutely did not. It was what worth it. So do you think you'll carry this forward? I hope so. I do. I hope so. We'll see. And you already know what they're going to be making, right? Yeah, I know ahead of time. There's no excuse. So, yeah, you can plan if you like it or yeah. want to eat it or don't the, But like I, it. I will say what I have noticed is it's it, it's so important that I get, get there already full. Okay, that helped you. Yes. If I get there hungry, that's when I want to pick, 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 pick. Because hmm. you get the smell going on. But if I'm – my stomach is not – and I don't mean like overly full. Right, I right. mean just like – I had something on my way there. I was eating some cereal in the car. Then I'm good. That oh, matters. Yeah, it does matter. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, I have a follow-up question about the cereal. Is it back on the shelves? No, I can't find it. Okay. <laughs> but somebody brought me a box. Oh, so nice. Yes, one of our listeners found my my lovely Kashiwa jelly cereal, and I can't wait. Oh, so nice. Yes. I hate it when your favorite things get discontinued. That's just awful. It's terrible. Yeah. 
So tell me about your call to action. Um, so mine was a little bit more in depth this week. It's to stop speaking in the negative to myself and to focus on things that I actually can do and to ask myself why I'm being wishy-washy with my note. So if I really wanted to do something, why did I not just own it? Like you, you did with your grilled cheese. I'm eating it and I needed to be more firm in my, yes, I'm doing this or no, I'm not doing it. And I, I think being determined, you know, making a decision before you go into a situation. Yes. That helped me a lot because I went for lunch today and I knew already I'd looked at the menu about things I could eat because I have so many restrictions and I picked a salad um, and I they ordered bread for the table and I said, I'm not having any, even though it smelled really oh my good. Gosh, it was probably fresh and warm too. But anyway, okay. I, I, I was like not having the bread. But you knew that going in. I knew it going in and I was not at all tempted. And to me, that just gives me power over uh, okay. my experience, what I ate and not feeling bad, you know, because physically I would feel bad if I ate the bread. So you mean you, you like not, not because you didn't want it, but just because it affects you in different ways. Right. Okay. It makes my stomach hurt. So okay. I know I shouldn't eat it, even though it's like that smell of the bread is so seductive. So I didn't eat it and I just felt more in control and I just felt really proud so of myself. So you didn't miss it? No. Good for you. Yeah. I, I was really, really proud of myself. And yeah. I think just going into something aware as much as we can helps. Mm-hmm. There are times when you don't know, that's fine. But when you can control, it it just helps to know your plan. I think you're onto something like if we, and by the way, we can control most of it. Let's be real here. If you look at your week, seven days, unless you're traveling or you're at work functions all day, every day, we have a lot of control over what we eat. Yeah. Yeah. And if we just look at it that way, as like you said, you felt so powerful. That's a good feeling. Absolutely. I didn't disappoint myself. I didn't say, oh yeah, you know, whatever. You kept the crappy thoughts out. Yeah. And you know, the second piece of this was to speak in the positive to myself, which I think is really related to the first piece of this. And if I said, I'm going to go to bed, I went to bed. If I'm going to go do my classwork, I went to do my classwork. I honored whatever I said to myself instead of saying no or talking myself out of it. So do you didn't procrastinate? Is that what you think you do sometimes is procrastinate it? I make excuses for to not do whatever I need to do. Okay. So um, I, it just gave me a sense of accomplishment this week. Oh. And I really, really, really liked it. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Good so for you. I, I'm proud of it. Good for you. You should. While you were talking, it made me write down procrastinate eating because I think we do that. To eat, to procrastinate? Well, that'll be a topic another time. You're saying we eat to We procrastinate? procrastinate something so we eat instead. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I can't think of how to spell procrastinate. So <laughs> just remember that I said this and we'll come back to it another Definitely. time. Definitely. Okay. Um, so, I want to ask you about the topic today because okay. this was your idea and yes. I'm a little confused on it. Okay. So we're talking about are you afraid of certain foods? What does that are mean? Are you to afraid you? of foods? So this topic has so much meaning to me. I went in 500 different directions. I'm afraid of food, a lot of food. You're afraid of food. Yes. I'm afraid of cooking food, certain okay. foods. I, I, I'm afraid of trying certain foods. Um, I'm afraid of buying certain foods. I have a fear over food that I know is coming up. Mm. Um, 
I have a fear that I can't stop eating certain foods. I have a fear of buying certain foods and bringing them in my home. I have a genuine, I mean, I have a lot to unpack at this topic. Wow. I'll give you an example. I, I, have a, I am afraid of Ritz crackers. I cannot keep Ritz crackers in my home. I will eat an entire sleeve and I will dip them in jelly and I will put them peanut butter with them and I will eat them plain. I, have, I am literally afraid to keep those in my home. That makes sense to me. I mean, it's not a shocking statement at all. Right? Yeah. I see them in the store and I, every time I go, I just want them this time. And then I go, mm-hmm. can't do it. For me, it's the sour cream and onion Pringles. Oh. As a savory thing. I just love it. And it just, it doesn't feel like, you don't can feel you eat full. The whole I can eat the whole tube easily. Yeah. Easily. So are you afraid of them? I don't bring them at home. Yep. Ever. Because we're afraid of them. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. It was the same thing we were talking about last week about the foods that we love. Um, I, I had picked donuts. For me, I try not to stop at a donut place. Mm-hmm. I try not to even get a whiff of it. I just don't because I'm afraid I would lose all self-control. Because you can't stop, mm-hmm. which is my, my other one, like the fear over what I can't stop. Well, I, that's the one. But you said donuts because I this was the example I gave you to about the stress and anxiety over food that I know is coming up. Like I knew walking into the school today that there was going to be donuts in the teacher's break room. Oh, wow. And I was literally stressed and anxiety ridden over it. I'm like, oh, my God, do I go in there? Do I look at them? I don't want them, but I do want them. Like there's so much fear over those stupid donuts in that room. It's insane. I want to break this down a little bit. Okay. So you knew that there is going to be donuts yes. in the break room. So how much of your thoughts are preoccupied by donut versus whatever you need to do or your other experiences or social interactions that are happening? How much of it was taken up by donuts versus anything else? Today? Yeah. Before I had the donut or before yeah. I went in there? Allegedly had the donut. Let's just say that. <laughs> Before I went in there, you mean? Yeah. Um, That's a great question. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I feel like it was a lot more than it actual, actually was. Mm-hmm. If I'm being honest, part of me is giddy about it. Ooh, there's donuts in there. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like part of me is like when you see that there's nothing there, you go, oh, man, there's nothing there. And then when you see it, you're like, oh, God, there's something there. It's like that horrible... It's a it's a double edged sword. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. So but did are you wait? Why are you, you asking me that though? No, be okay. The reason yeah, I me. ask is sometimes if I'm anticipating something happening, you know, yeah. like someone wants to go to Dunkin' Donuts, for example, and I know those donuts are going to be in front of my face. This is the first example that came to my mind, but it could be anything. It could be a holiday party. It could be a dinner out. It could be anything where you know, yeah, something tempting is going to be there. Yes, and it makes you, in your words, so afraid that you don't really enjoy any of the other oh. experience. For me, I become a little like, I really want that. I really want that. I, I, like I talked about last, yeah. yeah. Like I want that pizza or that yeah. whatever it is. I want it. I don't want anyone else to eat it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm worried that they're not going to have what I want by the time yeah. I get there, even though I don't want one. It's mess. It's messy in, in my head. The other thing I thought of is sometimes I'm afraid of, what they are going to have at a party. What do you mean? Like, what are they going to have? Am I going to be starving if I don't like what they have? Hmm. So there's so much fear around food. If you really, like, I, if, if um, I know you don't go to clam bakes, but if I go to a clam bake, I have fear over, are they going to have chicken for me? Are they not going to have chicken? Am I going to be starving? And then if I'm starving, I'm going straight to the bakery table and I'm eating nothing but bakery because I'm starving. Like, 
there's so many fears and anxiety over food for me. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think I'm alone. I, I told you this morning, I, my 14-year-old son, I said to him, just flat out, casual. Didn't ask him what this means to him. I said, are you afraid of any food? And first, without even hesitation, he said Doritos. And then second, he said, God, what did I say? Oh, spaghetti and garlic bread. Oh, yes. And I said, really? Those are your, th- you're afraid of those? And I said, why? And he said, because I can't stop eating them. Yeah. And he's 14. And right? It makes me a little sad that he has that much awareness that mm-hmm. these foods are so-called trigger foods for him. Right. That makes me a little sad, honestly. Yeah. Maybe it's more, yeah, I'm, you said the word trigger and I have to think about that a little bit more. Is triggering, is trigger the better word than fear? Well, I, I think they go hand in hand. Okay. You know, it, it triggers some emotion in you, which is either why you obsess about it or you can't do anything else until you have that, whatever it is, or like, you know, if you have it around you, it's going to get eaten. Yep. I've heard a lot of people say, I just tell my husband or my wife to just hide it so I don't see it. And I think in some ways that's correct because you know you have uh, a weakness for whatever the item is. But it also, we as a society, we should be able to say, you know what, I I don't really want that or I do want that. Yeah. And just go into it without really um, having so much value and negative or positive on the food. It's an anxiety over it. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. So you went in a different direction, though, about this topic, right? Yeah. So what is it? What does afraid of foods mean to you? So I first started out with actual foods. Okay. Because I'm very picky. I okay. told you it takes me so long to order, and I have a lot of... If you watched When Harry Met Sally, I'm Sally from the movie. Okay. Gosh, um, I have to see that again. Okay, go on. Because she takes a long time to order and everything's yeah. on the side and yeah. she has a lot of substitutions. That's me. But I'm also a creature of habit. So if someone tells me to try something new, it's become better as I've grown up. <laughs> an adult, but you know what I mean? As I've aged, it's become better, but I'm still nervous about, like if someone said, try this star fruit, I'd be like, oh, I, I, I don't know what that is. Or a persimmon. Okay. My kids love it. But I'm like, no thanks. I, I oh, don't, um, yeah. I don't want I'm the it. same way with that too. Yeah. I, even though they're fruits and they're good for you and the kids love them, why am I not even trying it? That's okay. kind of ridiculous. So to you, me. is your fear more of trying something new? Yeah. Then I'm not going to like it and it's going to make my mouth taste bad and I'm just going to be like, oh. Yeah, I have that fear too. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's certain foods I'm like, no, I'm not. I, I, I wouldn't know how to buy that. Lentils. I've never eaten a lentil unless it was on accident. I'm scared of them. I'm scared really? of them. So, yeah, I, I totally relate to what you're saying. Okay. Well, you're challenging me to make good lentils for you. Oh, boy. No, don't scare me. <laughs> but I think that the, yeah. I don't think we're alone in that. Although there, I do know plenty of adventurous people that are like, yeah, I'll try anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm just not one of I those. wish I was one of those people. But sometimes I think the way I am is good for me because it helps me to not eat yeah, certain things. I don't know. However, I don't think there's anything, quote, unquote, bad about being adventurous with fruits and vegetables. Yeah. Like maybe that's where you and I should like yeah. be like, let's just try something new. Let's try it. But then again, here's my other fear on it. And this is a food waste issue. I'm also afraid to buy it, hate it, and then have to throw it out and throw waste $6, $5. Yep. I don't even care if it's a dollar. I don't want to buy something for myself and hate yes. it. Yes. 
And the thing is, you don't really get to taste anything. So you have to buy the whole quantity. You yeah. can't just... I wish they would give you like little samples in the store. I know. Of that kind of... Of real, whatever it yeah. is. It could be like... I love cheese. I would like to chase the cheese before I buy the whole thing. Yes. Then it's wasted. Right. So That's yeah. where, I don't know if you've ever been to Patterson's Fruit Farm in Chesterland. They'll let you try any of their apples. Oh, yeah. And I love that. Yeah. Because there's so many times I'm like, oh, I would love to try that, but ugh, I'm not spending that. And then Absolutely. I get eight apples home and they're gross. Yep. So I like that you have to find places like that. I kind of wish they would have that for other things. I know, me too. I wonder if they do and we just don't know. Like uh, an example today, I was wandering around the store and I was looking at those drinks with the probiotics. Oh, yeah. What are they called? Like the, not soda, but they're just like drinks that are probiotic drinks. Not yogurt, but they're, I don't know what they're called. But I'm like, I really want to try it, but it makes me nervous. So I know I don't want to either waste the money or just like take one sip and then throw it all away. Oh, I do. Oh, so almost you got to buy it and share it with somebody. Yeah, because I, I want to try some things, but yeah. I'm, af I'm afraid. Yep. Yep. So the list that I when I was Googling one's website and there was a list of foods that people are healthy foods that people are afraid of. Oh, so this is, these are common ones you're talking I about. I guess so. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, what is Red meat. One? Okay. I, I don't know much about that. Okay. They're afraid of it? Yeah. I could see maybe afraid of cooking it. Mm -hmm. Okay, maybe. And and I have a theory after we finish okay, all go this. Okay, Eggs. I can see that. Mm -hmm. I can definitely see that. Okay. Quality oils. Oh, I'm overwhelmed by that. Yeah. I am very overwhelmed by that. What overwhelms you? A lot. Like, how do you cook them? Which one do you use? Why are there so many? Why? Mm -hmm. Can't there just be one? Like, there's a lot of overwhelm. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's necessarily a fear more of an anxiety right so okay what's the next one and then organ meats oh god i can't no i'm not afraid of them i'm disgusted by them <laughs> that's a different category yeah that's a whole other topic now what are any of those fears for you no but there's one more oh okay fermented foods i don't know what that means so like sauerkraut kimchi uh pickles are fermented but i like pickles but just things that are a little different. They're supposed to be good for your digestive yeah. ecosystem. Why is that? Do you know why? Because it feeds the good bacteria and it helps the good bacteria grow versus the bad bacteria. So when you feed yourself sugar or dairy or even gluten, that increases the bad bacteria in your stomach, which causes a lot of bloating and constipation, diarrhea, and other issues that long-term have health effects. Okay. So that's why fermented foods are good. But the, my theory for all of these foods are because the theory of what is good for you is constantly changing, people are like, I don't know, are eggs good for me or not? Oh. What am, am I supposed to eat this or not? I don't know what to do. So I'm Red just not meat. doing anything. Yeah. Red meat was a big thing for a while. Yeah. Is it good for me or is it not good for me? Like what is the current theory and how do I know this is the real truth? Right. How do we keep up with it? Yeah. Like coffee, right? Coffee right. is... One that changes every day. Coffee's good for you, but coffee's not good for you. Right. Whatever. It, it. How do you know what to make sense of it? That's a great, that's another topic to write down too. Yeah. yeah you're right. That's true. Maybe that is why we're fear, afraid of it. Yeah. Which would go, which would totally make sense for some people that are afraid of breads and pastas mm -hmm. and carbs because forever those were the quote unquote bad foods. Right. That you, you're going to gain weight if you eat those. Right. Right. That could be a lot of the fear around it. I mean, that was your answer for the oils. You're like, I don't know which one to pick. Yeah, I don't. I have that's, yeah. 
Interesting. By the way, as an aside, avocado, coconut, olive oil, very good oils. Okay. Um, Does it matter what quality? Well, if you get like a whole avocado oil should be avocado, not mixed in with soy or canola. Okay. But those are just better. And that's the problem is we just don't know what is the current theory yep. and what is good for me. Yep. Um, what else do you have? I had one on here, and it kind of goes hand in hand with another. I wrote two points down. But if I have a food that I'm afraid will make me gain weight, I will not eat it or I will go overboard on it. Mm-hmm. At the same time, if a person has lost a lot of weight – they are afraid to eat because they are afraid of gaining that weight back. Yes. So those two kind of go hand in hand for me in terms of you're afraid of food because of what you think is going to happen to your body after you eat it. Mm-hmm. It's sad. It's so sad that food has this much power over you, but that is another exact example. If I get close to my goal weight, I'm like, oh, God, now I'm really afraid to eat anything. Really? Yeah. And it shouldn't be that so, way. So do you stop eating things? Um, yeah, there are things I won't eat. Sure. Sure. What is the one example? Uh, pizza. Okay. We haven't had pizza in, unless that's at a party or whatever. Maybe we've had it occasionally. But we used to eat pizza every Friday. It was a standing thing in our house. And along the way, we stopped because I didn't want it. Oh. And everybody else was okay with it? Yeah, I think so. Nobody's really complained. Well, maybe they do and they just don't tell me, but yeah. <laughs> but I think, do you do that though? I I think I shy away from certain foods because I'm like, oh, if I eat this cookie, it's so many calories and so many points and I'm not going to be able to resist at one. And Or even, you know, I was eating, a, I told you I like dates. I, I was eating a chocolate covered almond-filled date yesterday. I bought it from the store. Wow. I didn't make it. it okay. Was, it was delicious, but I'm like, oh, how much is it? Because there's chocolate and sugar mm. in the coating. I'm like, is it worth it? But then I, I actually felt a little full, so I was like, it was worth it because it satisfied. Sounds like a dessert yeah, more it, than it. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, you get a little bit afraid. Like, am I going to be okay? Or avocado is a perfect example. <sighs> That's a, yes. Right? If you think avocado is high in calories, high in fat, high in whatever, X, Y, Z, you're going to be really hesitant to eat it, even though it's so good for you. Yeah. There's so much fiber and vitamins, and it's just a good fat to eat. But because of the caloric number attached to it, you're like, oh, no. Yes. I can't eat it. That's a perfect example of a food that I am kind of scared of. Mm -hmm. Yep. Are you afraid of avocados? Yeah, I think I am. I think I'm afraid because they're... You know, like you said, the the calorie content is so high in them. Mm-hmm. So it's something that I typically try not to buy or even eat. Yeah. And, you know, then I think what I do, and this is not the right thing. I'm okay. not advocating it for anybody. Okay, I can't wait to But hear. if I eat something that's higher value, you know, um, in the macros, the yeah. calorie, protein, whatever, if it's a higher value – I will negotiate myself to not eat like you did with your yes, grilled cheese. Yes, I did that with my grilled cheese today. If you ate your grilled cheese and you're like, I'm going to do a salad for dinner. There's a negotiation that's happening. And I don't know if that's necessarily the right thing. But it's about, I don't Okay, so I'm going to play the, uh, the opposite. And I think it's a good thing when we do that. Really? Because I think we're balancing it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if I ate the grilled cheese and then had pizza tonight... That's a lot of carbs for my body. Oh, absolutely. That's a lot of fat for my body. That's a lot of things for my body. Like, over, not even take away the fact that I'm going to gain weight right. for sure. I, I know it's not real weight, but.
but I know I would gain on the scale if I got out tomorrow. Right. Take that out of the equation. That's not a good amount of carbs to put in my body to right. begin with. So I think that is important to balance it out. Yeah. Or like Chinese food. Yes. You know, if you eat Chinese food, the next day you're up, I don't know how many pounds. Yeah, and it's water that day. It's, that's the deal I make with myself. <laughs> water, 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 water. To drink water. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah, but there are foods like that where you're like, oh, man, tomorrow I'm going to pay for this. Yes. And then I, that's what I think is a fear, too, before I do it. And then at, well, as I'm doing it, I'm like, well, I'm paying for it tomorrow. So while you're doing it, do you talk yourself out of the – No. No? I don't even – you don't even to finish it. I don't talk myself out of it. I still do it. Yeah. Do you? It's back to the wishy-washy no. Yeah, If right. I really True. want it, I'm going to figure out a way to have it. Yeah. And then I will feel bad after the fact. What I would love to eliminate is the feeling bad after the fact. Yeah. How do you get rid of that? Do mm -hmm. you know? I, <laughs> I'm still working on Tell it. Tell me. Tell me your secrets. I mm. am working on it. But I think, you know, I, what you were saying before with your report on your call to action is mm -hmm. you're accountable to yourself. You went into it knowing your plan and you held steady to it. So that gives you power. And I think overall that gives us power is when we decide I'm going to eat this avocado, who cares if it's higher in calories? It's better for me. Right. Or if it's eggs or if it's whatever it is that you think is going to make you gain weight. If it's a healthy choice, why not? Right. If it's a piece of cake or something else, maybe that's not a good option. But if you want to have it, I don't see what's wrong with that, especially if you're like celebrating a birthday or an anniversary or something Absolutely. like we talked about is you want to be, partake in those moments. You don't want to be the one like, oh, I can't have cake. Right. And it's the and it's the balance, I think, that goes back to that. Yep. There was a lot I was reading about food fear and it was overwhelming over and over and over. Everybody, everything I read said that it's not that food that's making you cause a weight gain, right? That particular food. Because my issue with the food is a lot, well, I'm afraid I'm going to gain weight, right? And I think a lot of people that I talk to, that's the same way. They're, they're afraid to eat bread because they're afraid they're going to eat weight or gain weight. And the, a lot of it is it's not the piece of bread. It's what we do after it mm -hmm. and after it and after it and after it. If you just eat one serving of spaghetti this week on a Wednesday night for dinner, you're not going to gain weight from that one bowl of spaghetti this this week. It's We have these crappy thoughts, yep. and then we eat like crap that next day, and then we eat like crap the next day. But And that was one of the strategies I read was eat eat your number one food fear one day, mm -hmm. and then be your normal self the rest of the week and see if it really made a difference. We, I think you're hitting on something. I was talking to this lady, and she'd gone on a cruise – and she was really worried about the cruise because there's so much food all the time, right? Yes. And lots of food, lots of different kinds of foods. She was nervous. So she went into it with a game plan. She did what she was said she was going to do. Everything was great. And then she came home. And? And she was so, I think, this is my theory, that she was so proud of herself on the cruise that when she came home, she's like, oh, I can breathe now. You know, like you said, you're anticipating, anticipating something. Yes. And then the event comes and goes, and yeah. you, you manage it okay, but it's the what you do next piece. Yeah. And that's really key is are you are you following through on your plan? Mm -hmm. Just because you did great, does that mean the next day you can just relax and do whatever you want? Right. Well, I think what we do is the next day when after we eat the quote-unquote, I'm going to call it quote-unquote bad food that we in our, or mm -hmm. our food fear, the food we're afraid of, 
Like, oh my gosh, I always gain weight after I eat that pizza or that pasta or that bread. Oh, mm-hmm. um, I know I'm going to gain weight. And in our subconscious, we're now going to eat another quote unquote bad food. Right. I already fell off the wagon. I might right. As well just and then in. we're blaming yeah. it on that piece of bread or we're blaming it on that pasta. I think that's absolutely right. A moment, I always say this, a moment does not make you and a moment does not break you. Correct. That's a great quote, by the way. It's yeah. me. I made that quote. Did up. you make it? <laughs> I love it. But it's true, right? We can have a day where we have lots of fun foods. Yep. Does that make us a bad person? No. 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 We just have to be more consistent with what we do next. That's a good word, consistent. But that's what you're saying. Yep. That's right on the money. Yeah, absolutely. I had one more thing I had written down, which whatever it is. Okay. Um, if you've had a reaction once to something, oh, yeah. you never want to eat it again. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Or even if you had something happen yes and you called it a reaction yeah (laughs) do you know what i mean like you might not have it might have had nothing and you might have gotten the bathroom problems Mm -hmm. be from somebody else who was sick that day but you're blaming it on the mayo from the sandwich right do you know what i mean is that what you're talking about very specific example that's hypothetical i'm just saying do you know what is that what you mean (laughs) yes so would give me an example that you have it could be anything it could be um there was something in that salad that gave me a headache. Are you sure there was nothing in that salad? Mm-hmm. I think there was something in the salad. Mm-hmm. And there was nothing in the salad because I know all the problems. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and certain people have certain already allergies, aversions, whatever. I, I wouldn't make that. But, you know, you get stuck on that mindset of, oh, I have a problem with this food so I can never eat it. Right. It could be anything. Mm-hmm. It could be I can't eat apples or whatever. I can't eat... I always used to think I can't eat peppers because they give me heartburn. That's not true. I think a little bit is true for me, but as my body has aged, I don't seem to have as much of a problem. That's a great point too. And I think a lot of us forget that just because you had something 10 years ago, mm-hmm. we are, our bodies are constantly yep. changing. I heard, you might've heard this too, 10 to 15 years, your whole palate changes. Oh no. Yeah. That would so, make sense. Yeah. Because when we're kids, think about, we eat the same five foods. Yeah. Yeah. And I know for me, I didn't try anything. No. I was like, no, I don't want that. I don't want that. But now I'm at least trying things. I know you have to try things more than once, too. There's a number. 10? Is it 10? It's It's close to that, right? Yeah. Before you even know if it's something you like. Yeah. I think I told you I read that book, Coping with the Picky Eater. No. And they said that um, when you're presenting a child. Did you read that because your children were picky? No. The problem. The reason I read that book is someone said, you need to retrain yourself. Coping with picky eaters? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and what it said was, we have to present them with the food. They have to try it. And if they don't like it, you just move on and you keep presenting them with the foods. Mm-hmm. And eventually, like you said, 10, 15 times, they're going to be like, oh, I kind of like this now. Because mm-hmm. you have to have it introduced to your palate. Over and over and over mm-hmm. again. And that's the main issue with a lot of us is we try something once and we don't like it and yeah. we're done. Yeah. Which I don't blame anybody for doing that. I'm very guilty of that as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. However, we do need to broaden it a little bit. Yeah. The one thing I wrote down and then we'll pick our call to action is, and this maybe doesn't even fit with me right now. Um, it was just something I wrote. It's no one was actually born with a list of quote unquote bad foods or good foods. Mm. We've done that to ourselves. Reading up things, seeing things on the TV, we have made this quote unquote bad versus good list. Yeah. But if we really look back at it, we weren't born with 
I wasn't born and somebody handed me the list and said, this is good for you and this is bad for you. Well, when you're, you think about when you're a child, you don't think about all those things. No. You just eat what you like. Right. So I I, I liked reading that because to me it made me realize that like these foods that I'm afraid of aren't necessarily bad for me. Yeah. How I eat them is bad for me Mm -hmm. because I can't stop or I overindulge, but they're not bad for me. I have a theory also. I don't have any proof, scientific proof for this. Okay. But I have a theory that along those lines, <clears throat> if you have an aversion to a certain food, okay, it's a known aversion for you. Um, I think your oh. body has a reason to not like that food. So, for example, if you don't like dairy, mm-hmm. you know because your body is like, yeah, no, please don't give it to me. I can't handle it. Yeah. It could be black beans. You're a black I, beans with Yes, sugar. you yeah. saved me on that one. Yeah. I was incorporating black beans like one tablespoon into everything I was eating. I don't like them, but I know they're good for me. I like the protein. And I told you, I said, my stomach, I looked like I was eight months pregnant. Yeah. And I wasn't gaining weight. I just could feel it. It was like, yeah. And you're like, you're eating something you don't even like. Maybe your body's not digesting it well. Well, that's the flip side of this, right? Is forcing yourself to eat something because you're thinking I'm afraid of it, but maybe your body really can't handle it. Yeah, and that one is one that I, I tolerated it, but now I don't even eat them. Yeah. I'm not even going to. Well, I think that's a learning curve for us. Yes. We have to tr- at least try things, but we also have to listen to our body. Are we okay? Is this feeling good for us? Is my body tolerating it? That's true. That's true, because some people might eat pasta mm-hmm. and have a gluten intolerance, and they're just, yep. you know what I mean? Yep. So I think, okay, so what, one thing I wrote down was the one of the main ways to get over your fear of food was to just make a list of what you're afraid of and why you're afraid of it. Is it weight gain? Is it you're afraid you're going to have a stomach ache? Is it what is your fear? And then tackle it one at a time. And mm-hmm. if it's a, because you're going to be bloated, then just wipe that out. You're not afraid of it. You just aren't having it anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And it's just narrowing it down. So you, if there are foods, there's so many things to genuinely be afraid of in this world. Food shouldn't be one of them. What do you think the value of writing it down is? Um, well, what I read was um, it takes away the power. Hmm. I, I, I analyze that differently. Isn't that so funny? And I don't like that. Well, for me, it was um, sometimes when I have a lot of thoughts in my brain, if I write it down, it becomes clear to me. Okay. So if I make the list of, I like this is a list I want to make is proteins and what their values are mm-hmm. because I need some information and it's all out there. I just need to sit down and, and write, write it, it down. down. Because I need that information to be readily and clear. Available. Yes. Yep. Yep. And maybe that's what it would do for um, writing down your foods you're afraid yeah, of. Yeah. For sure. So, well, Mike, do you have your call to action? For I the do week? have my call. To All right. Action. What's yours? Mine is really simple this okay. week because I gave myself a big one last week. But you did deep, um, <laughs> deep, deep. Mine is only going to be to try one new food and specifically one new vegetable. Okay, so one new vegetable. Mm-hmm. I always. In my head, feel like you eat all vegetables. I, I have started eating a lot. Okay. Um, I think I want to try something that I'm afraid of. Do you have an example? Mm, jackfruit. <gasps> I'm afraid of jackfruit. I'm afraid of jackfruit. I'm afraid of it so much. Really? I don't even, like, are you going to eat? make it fresh or buy the can? Oh, gosh. I don't, I committed to that now? Wait, somebody, <laughs> no, you didn't. By the way, sorry. I didn't mean to put that on you. Somebody told me, though, that Heinen's carries the best barbecue jackfruit. Oh, really? Hmm. I don't know anything else about it. And this I was don't years ago, so I don't know. I'm like, maybe I will really love it. 
And if it's a good food, why not? But it does scare me. And I think it, it's one of those foods that takes on the flavor of whatever you put on it. Yeah. But okay. That's an example. So, so, all right, we won't hold you to jackfruit. Yeah, don't hold me to that. I, I'm a little afraid. <laughs> See how we're afraid of food? Yes, like that? I am. People think I'm crazy when I say that. No, I, I definitely am. All I mean, right, I'm gonna find one thing though. Okay, I can't wait. Take a picture of it. Absolutely. Post it. absolutely. All right. So mine is I'm gonna eat pizza and have no guilt or a shame or no anxiety, no nothing with it. Because if we get pizza. Again, we haven't in a long time. I'm, I eat it, and I just feel terrible about it. And I also feel like I rush it, and I hurry up and eat it so that I don't have the guilt of it anymore. Mm. So I think I I want to actually order it and not hem and haw about getting it. Like, I want to be like, let's get pizza. Instead get of, should we get like. pizza? Should we not get pizza? And then actually enjoy it. I have a su- another suggestion for you. Okay. But you may not like it. Okay. Um, maybe get it either with less cheese or no cheese. Because I know you have yeah. trying to avoid dairy, so. That was, an, yeah, that's another reason why I don't do pizza, too. Okay. No cheese on your pizza? Well, less cheese. You can order it with less cheese. Okay. It, it's, you do what you want. It's like my jackfruit. It's out there, but I don't know if I'm doing it. Okay. That's fair enough. Uh, my daughter doesn't eat cheese on her pizza anyway. She takes it off. Really? Yeah. Does the taste make the pizza taste different when you say no cheese? I think it depends what else you put on it. What do you like on your pizza? Cheese. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That's all I get. (laughs) That's fine. Then eat it. Okay. Live your life. We'll see, though. Maybe I'll get a vegetable on it. Okay. So tell me what it's going to look like. How are you ordering the pizza? Are you going out? I want to know the whole scenario. No, I hate. I don't like going out. Um, we'll order it. You order it home. Yeah. And then how, where are you going to sit? Oh, now you're getting really deep. I don't know. Sofa. Table. I got to think about, oh, it'll probably be the sofa. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. I sit on the sofa. Yeah. Um, and you're going to enjoy your pizza. Yes. I'm not going to ever have my phone by me. Oh, excellent. That's key. Are you going to make yummy noises? Of course. I just picture this in my head. I can't wait. <laughs> by the Christmas tree. It'll be all lit up. Yes. yes. I'm doing it. I'm going to enjoy it. You should. We all should. But actually, I hope that after I leave here, they didn't get dinner without me, and we can just get it on this tonight. (laughs) You're having your salad tonight. Oh, you're right. Dang it. (laughs) Dang it. You're right, though. You reminded me, so we got it. Or you could have pizza, too. Nope. You're right. I did say salad tonight, and I want to honor what I said because I already feel proud of myself today. Oh, good. So thank you. Oh, that makes me happy. Sad for reminding you, but happy. I know. All right. right, Well, have a good week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and give us a five-star rating. Or you can share the podcast with your friends and tag us. On Insta, you can find us at Health Coach Kamna and WW Chick Leah. Or on Facebook, you can find us at Leah's WW and Health Coach Kamna. 